man? Man, it's so good to see you all. Are you ready to hear some, uh, some good stuff from a couple of good men here in a moment? Talk about core truth and being known, being vulnerable. Very excited about it. All right, guys, so uh, let me do a couple announcements. Turn it over uh, to John and Josh, okay? So uh, coming up once again, 30 through the series is starting in January. We'll get those books ordered pretty quick. Really excited about it. They've been running it in Ensley, just helping build new culture up there. Uh, they've, been, they've been loving it. So I'm really excited to see what you guys think. Um, story day. So we have a date for that, uh, February 15th. So every man in church is invited. So please uh, see if that fits on your calendar. Love to get that, get that on there and see every, every single one of you here and invite a friend. So we all can be known and present for each other. Really looking forward to it. We had a lot of fun last time. We had 15 guys come. Um, we found a pretty good way of doing it, very, very succinct way to do it so we can get out and enjoy our Saturday. We had a good lunch together. We uh, got through the stories. Um, it was very, very impactful for me personally. For the guys in my group, I know that for sure. Also, next week's Thanksgiving. It's not on the slide, but we are not meeting next week. We're taking the week off, so I just want to make sure you guys don't show up here at 5, 5.30 or whatnot. We're not here. So um, those are the big ones. Yeah, go ahead. Rob asked me, um, when are we going to need the money for 33? So there's going to be a sign-up for second semester. That's a great question. It should go live in the next couple weeks. So we're we just going to sign up for the second semester just like you did this semester. Does that, does that make sense? Good? Okay. And please do that. It's really helpful. Um, any other questions? No? Okay. All right. So next week we're going to hear from, from Trey and Terry talking about more, more truth, word, spirit, and people. So guys, if you notice, we, we spent two weeks on lie, three weeks on truth. That's intentional. We want to make sure that we're spending as much, as much time as we can in the truth of who we are in Jesus Christ. Um, that's who we are. We want to look back to take that journey, get that heart and awareness, go deep really be broken. Remember what Jesus said when he got up in that sermon, Sermon on the Mount. The first thing he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. We need to be poor. We need to be broken. We need to be mourning. So we really, truly see the greatness of our Lord and what he did for us on the cross. So important, guys. But it starts with taking that inside look. And that really gets us on that journey to that next step. So what we're going to talk about today, Josh and John are going to, come on up, guys. Josh and John are going to talk about core truth. We're talking about being known, okay? We all need to be known, guys, and it is not optional. It doesn't mean you need to be known by everyone. One or two men is great, but we all need to be known. It starts with knowing, you know, we talked about core lie, right? We go down a couple layers, we talk about lies we believe. If we really peel that down even deeper, guys, we get down to that core sand and we see how we're really sons of Adam. We're doing the same thing that Adam and Eve did, right? At some level, we're believing something that isn't true about our Lord and Savior, and that is flat out ridiculous, evil sin, right? We got to look at that. Once we do that, then that core truth of who we are, what Jesus did for us in the atonement, we just love it and glorify him even more. Amen? All right, so turn it over to my, my brothers here, John O'Neill, Josh Axelson. So excited for you guys to share. Now let's pray. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for blessing us and keeping us. Thank you for having your face shine upon us. We are so grateful to you. Lord, we just invite you here. We know you're here. We just ask that you speak through these good men, that you soften our hearts, that you, that you meet us where we're at, and help us to love you more, to follow you more. 
and to truly be your disciples and bring you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. Yeah, I'm John O'Neill. I think most, most of you guys know me. Um, just excited to be up here with Josh. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, Thanks. We've been friends for, what, we figure about seven years-ish? Yes, three happy friendship years and four <laughs> friendship years getting to know yeah, each that's other. Good. That's, so, that's one better than last night, you yes. said. So, okay. <laughs> uh, he's a good man. I mean, even just last week, or yeah, last Friday, he uh, left work and helped me drag a buck out of the woods and, and celebrate with me, so... Uh, a monster buck, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really appreciate Josh's heart, and uh, he's got a lot of good things to share this morning. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to shamelessly plug Muscle and Ministry. We'll start up in a couple of weeks, probably after Thanksgiving, when all of us are nice and plump and fat. We'll start exercising again. Sound like a plan? Perfect. All right. We ready to go? We are. Okay. Uh, Let's talk, talk, talk about the uh, core sin here. So um, our core sin is a, a lie we believe about, about God's character, identity, and goodness. And uh, I think for me, in my experience, a lot of it is, you know, and probably for a lot of you guys, it's really, it's doubting God's goodness. Um, and it's a rebellious sin nature that we inherited from Adam. Uh, you know, in our, in our flesh, uh, our natural reaction is just to say, uh, when we experience pain uh, or hurt, it's to say, where were you, God? Why did you allow this? Um, and we can justify that, right? We can really stay there as a guy. At guys, we really struggle to be a victim uh, with that victim mentality. Um, but it's, it's not a small thing. It's, it's blasphemy. And Jesus is waiting for us in that moment. And, uh, you know, that, that leads us right into the next slide of, uh, of being known. Uh, you know, this, the, the biblical story starts out with Adam and Eve in the garden, and life is good. Satan tempts Eve, or God had given them a command not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And uh, Satan tempts Eve. Adam's right there. He doesn't do anything. Eve eats of the fruit, then Adam eats of the fruit. And then, what does Adam do? He blames God for giving him the woman. And uh, <clears throat> it says in Genesis 3, 9 and 10, uh, The Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked and I hid myself. So you can you know, see right there, God is trying to draw him out trying to get Adam to tell his story. Uh, telling our stories really, really isn't optional. It's, you know, being known isn't optional. It's, it's a place where we can risk opening up, letting people in to the dark places where we hide. It's a step-by-step -step process of growing in trust with God and people. And with growing vulnerability, it brings it more opportunity to taste of God's love through his spirit and his people. Mm -hmm. um, so Josh, you've... You've, uh, you've tasted of this. and I have. Why don't you um, share your story? So I got a taste of what it would be like to be known. Um, I was at a work event, and we had a sales meeting, and we did an iceberg exercise where we talked about the success of the company, and it showed the top of the iceberg, and then 
drew the water line, and there was this big chunk underneath. And underneath that was like eight different things. And on those eight different things, one of them was sleepless nights, and another one was shed tears. And I just remember, like, I'm that guy. I can't sleep. I'm crying in my car. And I didn't, I didn't want anybody to know that I was weak. I didn't want to feel weak. I didn't want anybody to know that, that I was shedding tears, that I didn't have it together when it came to work, when it came to my marriage, when it came to my parenting. And uh, I'm in a room of like 25 salespeople, and they ask people to share. And I don't think it's, I don't think I've ever had silence as long as that silence and so I just raised my hand and I said I'm struggling I'm I can't keep up with work I can't keep up with the expectations we have I can't answer emails and phone calls I'm not you know I'm not there with my family and I broke down and I just started crying I probably cried for 10 minutes and I thought, I just, I don't know what it was, but I thought like, these other reps are gonna try and come for my territory or come for my referral sources, and it couldn't have been the opposite. So many people were in the same boat, um, and they just needed a voice to explain that they had the same feelings. They were feeling weak. They were feeling overwhelmed. Um, and, you know, they just, they, they couldn't express it. And so that was where God started the taste of really being known for me. And from that moment, uh, a lot of things have changed in our company um, that I never would have envisioned when I shared. Um, and so it was a real eye-opening for me to say, okay, I can be vulnerable. I can show signs of weakness, and, it, and it's okay. People are still going to accept me. People are still going to love me. Um, and then it truly came full circle when I was part of the leadership group this summer, and I shared my story, and I shared my skeletons. I shared who I really was. And guys didn't run from me. They drew closer to me. And to feel, feel Christ's love like that, that meant everything. And that load that I'd carried from the summer with my work, my parenting, my partner, my job, it just been lifted. I just felt free. I felt so free. Um... So I'm up here today to encourage you that being known is, is not being weak. It, it, like, God will come alongside you. And it, it, the only two metaphors that I could think of when I was trying to talk about this talk, is you know Peter who walked on the water, okay? So he calls up to Christ and he walks on the water. The world is going to tell you, when you tell your story, when you tell your skeletons, when you talk about your wounds and wins, that you're going to drown. 
and not only are you going to drown, but you're going to get soaking wet, and we're going to shame you on the way down. And it couldn't be further from the truth, because Peter walked on the water. He didn't get wet. It wasn't until he started to doubt that he started to sink. But still in the Bible, it doesn't talk about him getting wet. It just talks about him sinking. So when you tell your story, you're walking on water with Christ. And that, that's a very powerful thing because it's telling the world that you can do something that you've been told maybe all your life or you've been shamed into that you can do. Um, and then the sort of the truth that comes out of that is um, my second metaphor is when you're, when you're telling your story and you're being known, it's like Christ is saying, you're accepted, I want you on my team. And you're the first pick. Because probably all of us guys in here have had some experience where we played some sport in high school or grade school or somewhere else where you had to pick teams and you had to wait to be picked. Well, it's like when you tell your story, Christ is telling you, you're my number one pick, I want you. And he comes over and he gives you a big hug. He's super excited for you in that moment. Um, and that's how I truly feel um, after sharing my story. And I've shared it a couple more times. Um, and, and it's felt more and more freeing to be known um, to tell my story. I'm not, I'm not afraid of it. I don't, I don't look at it as a sign of um, weakness. Um, and hearing other guys' stories, man, I feel closer to those guys. I feel like the strength in them to talk about those things um, is something that is, is, working in, is working in me, but is also working in, in God. Um, could we go to the next slide that talks about the, tr the core truth? Um, the next thing I know that you will feel after telling your story is, is part of the acceptance, but the, the core truth, um, that you are accepted. Uh, so part of my core lie is that I constantly have to perform in order to be accepted. I was a professional baseball player. I played baseball all my life. And this constant competition that I was in, that you couldn't show any sign of weakness if you did, um, you know, I have horror stories of, of guys being shamed in the, in the minor leagues um, and just ruthlessness of any time that weakness was shown. Um, and I never, ever wanted to be a part of that. Um, and so that's why when I broke down in front of my work group, I thought that I was going to be shamed. I thought I was just going to, like, it was going to be ruthless against me, and it couldn't have been... Um, more the opposite. So that brings to the, to the core truth that like each one of, I could point to each one of you guys and say that you are accepted, that Christ is like, I feel like this is, you know, like my love language or whatever, but like, because I'm used to being in teams, it's like Christ is putting his arm on me and saying, Josh, I accept you. You do not need to perform. I love you. I know you. I know everything about you, and I want you on my team. You are my teammate. And so, um, that's truly how I felt after sharing my story um, and being known and being vulnerable um, and letting other guys know who I truly was. It felt, felt amazing, actually, afterwards. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys, if you have the doubt, if you have the fear, 
um, I was there. I was so there. I wanted to be by myself. I, I didn't think that any other man had some of the issues that I had or things that I had, and, and they're out there. But they're, they're looking for someone to, to pursue them. And that's where the accepting part is. That's where the truth is, that, that Christ loves you. He cares about you. Man, he, he wants you on his team all the time. Um, so that's been my experience, um, telling my story. Uh, and it's, it's, feeling, it's feeling much, much better uh, as I sort of verbalize it each time that I've told my story. So... I don't know if we can go to the core sin and truth slide. So what, what would you say your core sin is? It's the, the performance, that I have to perform constantly to get God's love. Um, and now I feel like God loves me no matter what, that, I, that I'm, I'm truly and dearly accepted. I don't... I don't have to try and make guys laugh. I don't have to try and be funny. I don't have to try and just go extra. I can just, I can just be me. I can be silent. I can just be present. Um, I can just listen. I don't have to try and make a show of things. I can just be there, which is great. Yeah. So. I think we can, uh, some of us can even see that change already, you know, uh, just the settling of your, your heart, I think. I, I feel like it's, it's, it's helping me. It's helping me in my group of guys that I have. I got a, an awesome group that I've had for two years. Um, and now, you know, I'm going to share my story with them later this morning. Um, but they're a good group. They are a good, good group of guys. Um, they do a great job of modeling Christ. And I get to be a part of it. So it's special. Awesome. So what would you say that the way you believe God isn't good is, is, is what? Um, oh, what did I write down? I can't even read it. <laughs> I, must be, I must perform to be accepted uh, for his love, which is, which is so not the truth. Um, the less and less I perform, I feel like the less, um, all right, the, the less and less I perform, the more and more I feel accepted by Christ. And I feel that God's an all-in God. And so what he's doing by having me tell my, um, my story is he's emptying me like a bucket. God's an all-in God. He wants 100%. And so he's emptying out what's inside of me, and making room for himself. And I'm, I'm happy to do it. It's, it's been so worth it um, to do that. That's been, that's been really good for me. Really, really good. I think you touched on this earlier, but what's the core truth? The core truth is that, that I am accepted uh, and I am truly and dearly loved by Christ. I, I do not need to perform, that I'm already, I'm already in his on his team. So I think 
Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, if you, you want to close on, in prayer, um, or do you want well, me to? Sure, I'd, I'd like to close in prayer, and then we can go downstairs if that's right with everybody. Dear Heavenly Father, I just, I'm so grateful that you, you've added me to your team. That you know me inside and out. And you still love me. I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of the men's ministry. And what it means to see all these faces here this morning. And every Wednesday morning. I'm grateful for the leadership to give us an avenue. A safe place where I can come and be known, where we can come and be known. It's such a blessing um, to have all these guys here, to know that we're a part of a movement, a movement that is your team that's going to go out and pursue other men. Show them your love. Show them your safety and be there for them uh, when they need it. I just pray these things in your name. Amen.